Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1467. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. I am revved up and so excited to share with you today a very special guest, Dane Greger, who will be calling in from Puyallup, Washington. Dane Greger is the owner of Dane's Detailing, a business he launched because of his lifelong passion for cars that started after attending the Puyallup Northwest National Good Guy Show. Even as a little boy, he was cleaning and customizing his Hot Wheels and Matchbox cars onto tabletop show cars. He was born into an automotive enthusiast family, and Dane was already mountain biking, snowboarding, and snowmobiling at a very young age. He loves sports. He takes pride in turning a dirty car into a shining star. He started his business after a casual conversation that blossomed into a business, and with some guidance and training from his father, combined with his ability to learn quickly, his hard work has paid off. Last year, he purchased his first vehicle, a 2003 Victory Red Chevy SS truck, even though he can't quite legally drive. Oh, did I forget to mention that Dane's only in ninth grade and he's 14 years old? That's right. We're going to learn a lot more about him in just a minute. But first, let's hear from our valued sponsors that make Cars yeah possible. We'll be right back. Winter's here and things can get a little messy. Rain, snow, salt, mud, dirt, and everything Mother Nature comes up with can hurt the finishes of your vehicles, both inside and out. I'm not worried, though, because I've used Covercraft car covers on my rides since 1975. Today, Covercraft offers you a total solution to vehicle protection. They make the best-fitting, finest-made car covers in the world and offer a wide variety of materials, colors, and options that protect your paint and the interior, too. Live where it's sunny all the time? Lucky! Covercraft dash covers and sunscreens are the best. Got pets? Messy kids? Messy in-laws? Or just messy friends? Covercraft seat covers are the perfect fit and the perfect solution for keeping your seats looking new and don't forget their custom fit floor mats and trunk liners they are a must-have for all your vehicles your cars trucks van or whatever you drive will say thank you and i've got a deal for you during january 2020 you can get 10 percent off plus free shipping on all covercraft products that's right go to covercraft.com and use the code yeah 120 that's y-e-a-h 120 at checkout that's covercraft.com and use the code yeah 120 at checkout hey cars yeah race fans Andy Collins, owner of Armadillo Racing, is a past guest here on Cars Yeah. Last year, I was honored to be a speaker at his high-performance racing seminar. And having attended, I can tell you it's an invaluable learning experience if you love to race. This year marks the 25th anniversary of Armadillo's high-performance racing seminars, and it takes place Saturday, February 8th, in Tacoma, Washington. For your seminar fee, you'll spend a day with four of racing's premier professionals on how to improve your driving and much, much more. This year's outstanding speaker lineup include Jacques Delari, Ph.D., world-renowned high-performance driving and life coach, Jeff Braun, a race engineer with a history at Core Racing and IMSA, Ross Bentley, top driving coach, author of world-renowned Speed Secrets and a fellow podcaster, and Dan Davis, retired director of motorsports, 
for Ford Motor Company. All of these incredible racing experts are past guests here on Cars Yeah. As an added bonus for Cars Yeah listeners, you'll get to join these speakers at the Friday night reception at the incredible LeMay Car Museum for free. That's right. It's a $50 value if you sign up by January 15th. What a deal. Go to Armadillo Racing's website and register. That's armadilloracing.com. Hey, Dane, welcome to Cars Yeah. Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Absolutely, Mark. All right, here we go. Uh, so, Dane, uh, before we get started, though, I want you to tell our listeners just a little bit about you. And I'll let our listeners know, uh, as of today, with Dane being on the show at only 14 years old, he's the youngest guest to be here on Cars Yeah. So that's pretty cool. I believe my oldest was 94, uh, something like that. So uh, I've got quite a spread here. But tell our listeners a little bit about you. You don't have to tell your whole story because we're going to jump into the questions in a minute. But why you got into detailing and a little bit about uh, why this has proved to be so successful for you. Yeah, for starters, Mark, uh, thank you for having me on your show. And I'm very excited to get to listen to my podcast later on. But for starters, I started my detail business from one thing, and that was to pay for my high school vehicle, which is going to be a 64 C10. And I'll get into that story a little bit later there, but ended up did not, I didn't actually buy the truck, but it's okay. Cause I got my new truck. And like you said, I've, I've always been in the car world, car family, my grandpa on both my sides have been in the car world. And so I've never really known anything different. And that's pretty much how I've gone into this whole detail business is because I've always been involved in helping my dad clean up the cars in the garage and just, you know, the cool cars that car shows around our area. Yeah, there's a lot of them, too. You know, I think this is pretty cool because, Dean, you and I share something. When I was about your age, I started my own detailing business. And I'll tell you, as you probably already learned, uh, having a business like this at your age is invaluable. It's like getting a mini MBA uh, because you're getting to learn a lot of really important things. You've got control your stock. You've got to buy products and then you got to use them and make sure that you're charging enough to pay for those. You get to interact with people. You get to see uh, and experience the pride of doing something and standing back and saying, wow, man, I made this cool. And even better, I'd imagine your customers after they come and pick up their cars, because I follow you online, they probably go, holy cow, what'd you do to my car? Is that something that makes you feel really good when you're you're detailing people's cars? Yeah, absolutely. It feels good to know that I'm one of the youngest people in the trade of detailing and I love that feeling of when the customer comes and picks up their car they oftentimes say it looks better than when they picked it up well you know what if you're a great detailer which I know you are it's absolutely true because most dealerships don't have the time wherewithal to really detail a car at the level that you're doing I mean you're doing things like paint correction uh you know sealants and waxes and I mean the the level of work that you're doing and what you've learned in just this past year uh, is absolutely amazing. So I'm really proud of what you're doing. I think it's cool. And our little listeners know I got to meet Dane and his family at Larson Porsche. We were there for the launch of the new Porsche 911, and they came up and said hello. It was really great to meet your family and see them. So we'll have some fun here. Before I ask you this first question, though, tell our listeners one thing that most people may not know about you. Definitely that I'm only 14 and I'm not allowed to drive. So, <laughs> yeah. and I and I have my own truck. So that's kind of a cool little thing. Yeah, little sidebar. Well, you're going to be, uh, let's see, we're in 2020 now. So you're going to be uh, 15 this year. So you get to get your learner's permit, right? And you get to start driving? Yes. Very cool. Well, that'll be neat. What a nice experience. Not too many 14-year-olds already have a very cool car, much less 
a car they earned themselves. So kudos to you for what you've done. Let's start our talk here today with a quote, a success quote, or a mantra, some kind of saying that's been instrumental in in your life and helps you uh, go in the right direction, let's say it that way. It's a great way to get the inspirational tires or the random orbital pad spinning here on cars. Yeah, in your case, it's a Dane take the wheel. My quote comes from a fifth grade teacher I had. His name is Mr. Smith. And the quote is, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. I believe that if I have the talent and I work hard, then I'll come out on the very, very top and I will excel past many of the dealership detailers out there and I will continue to build my business and make it into something that I can make a Be job out of. of. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know, it's great. I'll tell you, uh, having, I'm obviously way older than you, but having gone through years of schooling, uh, there's only really a handful of teachers that really stand out. And I've had some in the past that I still remember to this day their names and things they taught me that really stood out. But that quote uh, that Mr. Smith gave you uh, is absolutely brilliant and definitely something to keep in mind. And it will take you really great places. So kudos to Mr. Smith. I mean, teachers are great. They're so important in our lives. Tell me something, uh, you know, like I said, we're in the year 2020 now. This is a whole new decade. I can't believe we're already here. Tell our listeners something about your business as you move forward that has you really excited and fired up about Dane's detail. I am actually really excited to be on your show, but not to mention the appointment that I have with Richard Grio after the first of the year that he offered me to teach me and learn about running a business. And so I'm very excited to learn how to do that as well as with Grios dropping their new ceramic three-in-one wax that they just came out with. I'm very excited to see where that goes. And I've tried it out on a few of our toys here and I'm absolutely loving it. Oh, very, very cool. Well, as you know, I worked there for 21 years, helped build that business. When I started, there was just four of us in that business. And uh, so I got to develop the car care line uh, learn about chemistry and learn about car care products. Uh, obviously, we sold lots of products over those years. So I think you're going to learn a lot there. A lot of those products are products that I developed way back when. So it makes me smile to know that you're using uh, that great brand uh, to keep your cars, uh, your clients' customers' cars in great shape. So I'm sure you're going to learn a lot of very cool things there. When did you realize that doing what you're doing right now was something that would be right for you? Was there something I mentioned in the intro that there was a conversation that you had, I think it was with your dad, perhaps, uh, that kind of triggered a thought process here that launched you down this road. What was it for you? Yeah, it was definitely when I was looking forward to buy my first vehicle, which was that C10. I I needed the money somehow to pay for it because my parents want me to earn my first vehicle on my own. And so that's a good lesson right there. But that's pretty much what I started off of. I needed to pay for that. And I've always been a pretty neat kid. I've never really been super messy and I've always loved helping my dad in the garage. So I just took that inspiration and made it from a thought into a full business that I run. Yeah. And it's very cool. It's a lot of uh, like the way that I started my detailing business. My next door neighbor let me detail his Mercedes. He bought a brand new 1974 uh, Mercedes SL and let me wash and, and detail it for him. And when I took it back, I said, well, thanks, Mr. Swanser. And he said, well, how much do I owe you? And I said, you're going to pay me? <laughs> yeah. I just thought he was letting me do it for fun. And of course, when I came home all excited, my dad, like your dad, said, well, maybe that's something you should start doing. And that's how I launched my business. So uh, I think it's great what you're doing. You know, the really super thing here is this is something you can carry forward 
into many, many years. I know that my detailing, uh, even after I got married, I continued to do it on the weekends with a full-time job so we could save up for a house. So uh, it's going to teach you and take you a lot of really special places. Very, very cool. Let me ask you this. Uh, what's the favorite thing about Dane's detailing for you? What's, what's the one thing that you do that gets you really fired up about your business? I really love seeing the transformation of the paint correction and the tools that are out to the the new population that there's there's so many like the Grios new G9 Orbital that just came out and all the products to use. I just love that shine finish and I like to tape it off and see how clear I can get the paint and just that that very end product. I love to see that in the customers' faces. It's incredibly rewarding, isn't it? When uh, yeah. you take a car that comes in that's kind of rough, even cars that are really, really rough, and you go, oh, my gosh, how could anybody treat a car like this? And yeah. When you bring it back, I mean, people are just blown away. So, exactly. Yeah. And I tell you, uh, Dane, I wish we had, back when I was a kid, the kind of orbitals we have today, the car care products that are out there available today, because there were very little back then. I mean, you yeah. kind of stuck with just a few things. I didn't have an orbital. I mean, all they had were direct drives, which were very dangerous in the yes. wrong hands, probably would have been in my hands back then. So uh, I think you're living in a great time to do this, plus with social media, marketing, communications through mobile devices. I mean, I could only dream about these things back then. So uh, yeah, you got all the tools at your fingertips to be successful. All you got to do is work hard. That's all it takes. Well, let's take a look at some of this hard work that you do and talk about a big challenge or even a big failure that you faced along the way here. Something that kind of went, wow, I didn't see that coming. Kind of walk us through that. But more importantly, what was that value uh, added, a lesson learned in that experience for you? So my challenge was definitely at the very beginning, my age, only being 13 when I started my business, I could definitely tell that some people are skeptical about me detailing their car because I'm only 13 and I might not know that much and cars are very expensive nowadays. So they're pretty skeptical about that. But I have people sending me classics now and they're very trustworthy. They've seen my work. It's tried and true. And now I'm just working on, I'm a little bit more shy of a person. So coming out of my shell, is a diff- it's definitely more hard for me talking to grownups, whether it be on the phone or scheduling a detail and so or even handing out cards at car shows i've really learned how to come out of my shell and oh yeah make myself a better person you know i'm smiling because all those things are the same things that i went through my dad helped me by helping me produce a flyer i had a paper route at the time and i put this flyer into my papers and delivered it to all my customers and that was what started my phone ringing and then uh, he helped me make some business cards and i got on my bicycle and rode around town and put my business card on the windshields of cool cars that I like, like Porsches and Mercedes. And I even had a couple of Rolls Royce customers. So, you know, this is another really valuable lesson for those listening out there, especially young people. This process of starting your own business at a young age will teach you an incredible number of things that are so valuable. And not only have you found that some of these things have enhanced and improved your life in areas outside of your detailing business? I definitely have. I've seen that my schoolwork has gotten more finished and I'm getting better grades, but also just whether it be doing yard work or doing things for family around the house, I've definitely have a more sharp edge. Yeah. Uh, This is awesome. I mean, this is incredible life lessons that you're picking up here. So again, kudos to you for taking this on. Thank you. And it, it will carry you through, I believe, in many, many ways, communicating 
I know a lot of times these days we hear about young people not being very good at communicating because they live this life of in front of a computer screen and they don't know how to talk to people. Again, this will put you ahead of the curve when you get into high school, when you get into college um, with your professors, and more importantly, when you come out of there, whatever you decide to do for a living, uh, it will help you in communicating with customers, with bosses, with coworkers. You'll be so far ahead of the curve, you won't believe it. And it'll all be because of detailing cars. Pretty darn cool. Yeah. (laughs) Kudos to you. It's great. Let's take a short break and thank our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Edelbrock has been the name in automotive performance since 1938. Edelbrock designs and builds thousands of the finest automotive performance products right here in the USA for both street and track. From their AVS2 carburetors to V6 superchargers, if it's more power you crave, Edelbrock delivers. Let's talk superchargers. Whether it's an application-specific system or a universal fit, their precision-made assemblies come in multiple stages for a wide variety of makes and models. Their V6 superchargers are dyno-tested and ensure the perfect fit and maximum horsepower torque Plus added boost. You'll get huge power gains. I mean huge power gains. Quality construction you can trust and backed by decades of knowledge, Edelbrock is a brand that provides you with proven performance. And I've got a deal for you. This January 2020, you can get 10% off, 10% off if you use the code CARSYEAH at checkout. Just go to edelbrock.com and use CARSYEAH, all one word, at checkout and get 10% off. Tell them Mark at CARSYEAH sent you. That's edelbrock.com, checkout code CARSYEAH for your 10% off. My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for the enthusiast and the collector. It's your monthly must-read whether you dream of owning a collector car, have two cars, or 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years, and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. Plus, you'll get the exclusive SEM guide to restoration shops included for free. At checkout, use the code CARSYA and receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription. It's an exclusive offer from me here at Cars Yeah. I'm Mark Green, and I love Sports Car Market Magazine. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah. And I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah! podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah! website at com. Okay, we're back, Dane. Would you share a story with us that instigated this passion you have for cars? I mentioned in your intro you went to the Puyallup Good Guy Show. It's a great show that's been coming in the Northwest. I've been to it many, many times. But I want to know about that pivotal moment in your life. And for you, being a young man, it was probably when you were a little kid when you said, you know what, I want to be a car guy just like my dad and my grandpa's. Yeah, so I would say it enhances my life more than the pivotal moment because I've been surrounded by it my whole life, riding around in Model A's and I'm three months old at Good Guys and <laughs> cool. going on car trips to Canada and Seaside, Oregon with the Cobra Club and even 993 Fest and Tri-Cities that we went to a couple of years back. But I really love the people and the knowledge that those people bring to the table and I love to better myself and my car knowledge and I just... I love the lifestyle that we live. 
Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. You know, and this is another important point. And I've learned this because I took my son to lots of car shows. He would go to the track with me when I used to race. I took him to Pebble Beach and Car Week, uh, gosh, for like 18 years in a row. Um, And one of the things he's told me is the fact that he was there around all these adults. It kind of forced him, and I probably nudged him a little bit too, to step up and talk to people and start to communicate with adults and realize it's okay. And especially since they're car people, have you discovered that being around this world of cars, this is a pretty unique group of people. They're very open, very willing to let you into their world. In the case of you, they let you entrust their vehicles to you to detail them. But also, did you find when you were a little kid that, you know, everybody was always pretty darn friendly? They didn't ignore you like many, many adults do with little kids? Yeah, I definitely think the car world, they're all like-minded. And the car world is, for at least the classic cars, is, I feel, it is dying over the years with kids not wanting to like it as much that they're very open for kids like me to mm-hmm. start up detailing businesses or just even go to car shows for their parents to bring them to car shows. It's a big deal. You know, this is something that comes up a lot here at Cars, yeah, is whether the younger generation is really going to be interested in cars like uh, people of your dad's generation or my generation. I mean, I'm an older guy, so baby boomer and the baby boomers, I mean, there was cars were really, really key. But I hear, you know, lots of kids aren't that interested. Are you experiencing that at school? Do you feel like there's the kids are usually kind of getting excited about driving cars and being into cars? Or is that really, is that that myth really true? They really don't care too much. You know, I, I have like one or two friends at school that are sort of into cars, not as much as me, but I, I would have to agree that the car world will probably eventually die in the next decade or two because I just don't see very many people interested in it. As much why as do you, why yeah. do you think that is? I think that they've moved on to other interests, and with cars like Teslas, Teslas being driving themselves, they think that they don't have to worry about driving, and it's the, the cars aren't they don't they just don't look as cool as what they used to to me, and so I just feel, and there's not as much there's no like cruises after school like there was when my dad was younger, and I don't know, I just feel like it's getting less and less over the years and I'm kind of sad. Less important. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this, being a young man, is there anything that we as an older generation can do to excite young people about let's say the collector car market? Cuz I realize I get the idea of new cars. So many new cars, they all look the same. I mean, they're kind of a vanilla cutout um, of many many cars. Now there's some that stand out that are pretty cool and unique, but a lot of them are just kind of same old, same old. Is there anything as a as an older generation we can do to try to help kids be more excited about, let's say, the collector car market? Uh, yeah, I definitely would say that they could expand maybe like more car shows around to high schoolers or um, even bringing, like if you have grandparents bringing their younger siblings and kids to car shows around our area and the exotics at Redmond Town Center is actually a really good place for younger kids to see the the newer, more expensive cars that they have nowadays instead of classics if they're not into the classic um, car mm-hmm. culture. Yeah. Well, and we're also seeing uh, kind of a research or not a resurgence, but a beginning growing of cars from the 80s starting to happen, which is, makes sense as the generation ages. And those kids who were kids in the 80s are now adults and now have jobs and can afford cars might be looking back on their Supras and Toyotas and yeah. a lot of Japanese cars. And they feel like, okay, now I can get that car that I thought was cool when I was a kid, but I couldn't afford one. 
Yes. But you're saying basically is just I hear what I hear you saying is involve kids in these activities. If you you have a chance, you go to a car show, offer to take a kid, even if you don't have a kid, maybe a neighbor has one or your kids have friends and say, Hey, why don't you invite your friend Dane to come to the car show with yes, us? Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exotics of Redmond Town Center is a great event that happens up here in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, usually it's more exotic and sports cars, uh, that are involved, but there are a, a good handful of old vintage cars that show up, which are pretty darn cool. It happens during the spring and summer months because it gets a little rainy here, uh, in the Pacific Northwest. Have you found that the, the weather up here is any kind of deterrent to your business? Does it tend to affect your business on a decline in the winter months or does it not matter to you? Cause you probably do this in your dad's garage, I'm guessing. Yeah, I do it in my dad's garage, but. I would say I haven't had my business open long enough to experience a delay in cars coming in, but I think the with the bad weather rolling in, it, it may actually motivate some people to have their car detailed and have their paint corrected and sealed up so that the elements can't further damage the paint or the clear coat. So I just think that that actually, it, it helps in a way. There's your marketing angle right there. Protect your car from the... The evil Pacific Northwest rain and elements and get it sealed at Dane's Detailing today. There you go. There's an ad for you right there. Very, very cool. Well, you talked a little bit about this first, and I always ask my guests about first special vehicle. Obviously, for you, it's this uh, Chevy SS truck. Now, you did mention, though, an older truck you originally had your eyes set on. What was that all about? So I've actually had two cars that I've had my eyes set on, and I'll tell you both about those. But the, the C10, the 64 C10 long box, it was white. Three on the tree with an inline six. It was just low mileage. It's a gem of a truck. Super clean. It was a family friend that owned it. And I've always seen it over the years in his garage, and he's never really had a use for it. And so we, we took a look at it one day. We My dad got to drive it, see how it ran, and I decided that I wanted to buy that for my first car. And so that's really where the C10 on my logo comes from for Dan's Detailing. And also that's why I, I started my business is because of this truck. And even though I didn't buy it, uh, it's still in the back of my mind. And I would like to have one of those later on in my life. But as far as the 1962 bug, that I, it's a rag top that I could have got. It is another friend that we have. And it's been done for probably five years now. Has It's a nice metallic gray with a terracotta and cream interior. It's on air ride. Has It has a big bore engine. Everything's pretty much perfect to it. I wouldn't change anything. So he decided to throw a for sale sign on this this summer at the Good Guys National Show here in Puyallup. And I talked with my family and a couple other friends that we have. And we thought that it would be kind of cool for me because my dad actually, his first car was a Carmen Ghia, so it'd be kind of cool. And so I went in 50-50 with my mom on paying for the car because I didn't have enough money for it at the time. And he brought it over a couple of days later to for me to buy the car. And so he wanted to take me on a test ride. And so he right before we left, he told my dad not to worry about anything. If anything breaks, it's on me. And my dad was a little bit weary when he said that because next thing you know, he left the neighborhood and we made it about two blocks down the street. And he blew the engine, so we had to pull over oh to the side of the road. Yeah. Gosh. Oh, and no. At this point, I was pretty sad, but I called my dad yeah. and said, we're going to need some help with this. So yeah. we got it back, and that deal, they kind of soured it, so I didn't. Some things happen for a reason. So Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the way to look at it. It turns out later that about a month and a half later, I actually 
bought my SS truck. So that was a blessing in disguise right there. Yeah, there you go. Ah, well, you know, sometimes those custom cars, they're not very good everyday cars uh, because they're kind of finicky. And also, if you didn't know who built the engine, if it was a home done deal and the guy had not done a lot of engines. Yeah. So, you know, you, you dodged a bullet there. I had the exact same situation when I was a kid. The neighbors across the street had one of those little Datsun Fair ladies, and I really wanted that car for a first car. And my dad just looked at me because he'd had British cars and said, do you want a car you're going to be working on all the time? Mm-hmm. A car that actually runs all the time. Exactly. And he talked me into a Carmagia. So my Carmagia in high school was like your dad's. Uh, it was a great car. It was easy to work on. It wasn't highly customized, although I did a few things to it. Uh, eventually, of course, like we always do. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I think you you dodged a, a great bullet there. Imagine if that engine had blown a week after you bought it. Oh, gosh. Absolutely. Yeah, would have been bad. Very cool. What is it you like about the SS that you bought? I like how it looks more like a normal truck if you're not a car guy. But if you are a car guy and you see that SS badge, you know it's something special. It has, instead of a 5.3, has a 6.0 in it. And so it has a little bit more power. And I love, I just love how it's like so classy and it's super nice truck. And I'm very, very, very excited for me to be able to drive it in the next couple of months here. Now, you know, I'm going to be a dad here, Dane. A bright red SS truck is going to be a ticket magnet. So you're going to be careful out there, right? Yes. Yeah, of course. Especially in this state. They don't allow you to go over the speed limit anywhere in the state of Washington. Yeah, every time I visit my friends and family in California, I'm shocked at how fast everybody's driving and they get away with it, but not up here. So happy to hear you're going to be careful with that. I have a bit of an introspective question for you, Dane. I'm going to get into your head a little bit here. If you woke up tomorrow and you were a car parked in the garage there at your home, what kind of car would Dane be and why? It's funny that I actually think I'd be my Silverado SS because of its sporty, but its practicality. So me being 14, I still like to have fun. So that's where the sporty aspect comes from it. But I actually have my Dane's detailing business. So the truck has a bed and you can still put stuff in it, but it is still a relatively fast truck and it looks cool. And it has, it has like a younger look to it. It's about the same age as me. And I really, I really relate to the truck. I feel very cool. Great answer. All right, Dan, we're entering the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions for you and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of that Silverado SS throttle. So here we go. What's one of your personal habits that you believe has contributed to your successes with your detailing business? I would definitely have to say the hard work and determination that my parents have taught me over the years, whether it be working in the garage with my dad or working in the yard with my mom doing gardening because we do have quite a big yard over here at my house and I absolutely dread yard work. So (laughs) definitely did not want to go that route, but that does follow into my schoolwork and detailing business of, you know, doing things right the first time. And because when you do things right the first time, it's, it's always better for you in the long run. So I think, you know, this Dane, but you have very awesome parents. Yeah, uh, lessons that you're te- they're teaching, and I sometimes as a kid you go, oh gosh, I have to work in the yard again. But these are incredibly invaluable life lessons. So kudos to your folks for uh, for the way they're raising you. I think it's great. If I could arrange for you to have a drink or a meal, let's say a non-alcoholic drink, given your age, so a lemonade or an iced tea, a drink or a meal with uh, anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would it be? 
I would say the guys over at Daily Driven Exotics YouTube channel, Damon and Dave, because I like what they're doing over there. They have a great YouTube channel. I love the positive energy and the entertainment aspect of their videos, and I absolutely envy what they're doing over there. So that would be probably my number one choice is to meet them. Cool. Yeah, I think that you could probably make that happen someday. I have no doubt. Now, how about the best automotive advice you've ever received? It would definitely be it's cheaper to change your oil than to buy a new engine. And so yeah. yes, it's definitely important to do your routine maintenance than the alternative. And this flows right into my detail business of protecting and making your car last longer because it's oftentimes your second biggest investment that you have other than your house. And it's it doesn't make sense for you to just let pitch or etch right into your clear coat. And then when you go to sell your truck, they're going to see that spot and they're not going to give you as much money for it. And so it really pays to take care of your stuff and you're not being a good steward of your money. If you're just going to sit there and waste your investment and letting it rot outside. You're one smart young man. Now, how about a tip that you might have for our listeners that has helped make your business a success? This could be an idea, could be a website, could be an app you use, could be a supplier, could be a person in your life. I would have to say the people that I've met over at, whether it be Cars and Coffees or Good Guys, but for as long as online sites go, I definitely see myself going to American Detailer, and that is a Facebook group I'm a part of, and it has thousands of detailers across the United States, and they're one of the nicest groups of people I've ever met. They've given me products, polishers, like I said earlier, and you can just throw a question on there, like, how do you get this stain out of this carpet? Throw a picture, and within 10 minutes, you'll have an answer, and multiple people are very supportive, And but I also do like to go on YouTube and watch Doug DeMiro and the Detail Geek and then also Brad Danger, which is with Ideal Media and he's right in our backyard too. So Yeah, very, very cool. How about a book? Is there a book that you've read you think our listeners would enjoy reading? Yeah, I I my book that I like to read quite often actually I've read a couple of times is The Shoe Dog by Phil Knight and it's a memoir about him that he wrote. And so he's the creator of Nike and I I do like shoes myself, so that's kind of fun, but it really just shows how he made these shoes out of a waffle iron and he went to Japan to find somebody to give him money, but nobody wanted to give a 20 year old that much money to build a business that they weren't quite sure was going to be able to make it. And so he decided to take it upon himself and make some shoes. And he started selling them at at track meets out of the back of his Plymouth Valiant that he had. And uh, now he's multi-billionaire and he's doing great. And I really would like to follow his footsteps. Yeah, you can learn some great things through that book. It's the same with Steve Jobs' book. I mean, all these people that have built incredible empires that literally started from nothing. Even you go back and think about um, Ralph Lauren, who has an incredible, probably yes. one of the nicest collections of cars. I mean, that guy was making ties at home and selling them out of his trunk at Macy's back in the beginning, driving downtown Manhattan. I mean, people see these success stories, and I think that they are just magically successful. And until you read these stories, you have no idea the hard work these people went through. And it does take hard work. But you know what? If you stick with it and you surround yourself with really strong people, uh, you can be as successful as any of these people are. You just have to be willing to work really, really hard. Imagine those people that said no to Phil Knight when he was asking for probably was not a lot of money to start his business that could have been a part of that at the very beginning. Pretty cool. 
Well, that's a great book. Uh, again, kudos to you for reading such an inspirational book. Listeners, you can find all these great resources on Dane's very own show notes page on the Cars yeah website. Just go to carsyeah.com, type in Dane, D-A-N-E, Gregor, G-R-E-G-E-R, and that page will pop right up. We'll say a quick thank you to our very important sponsors, and we'll be right back. You take care of your cars, but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimball.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. All right, we are back, Dane. It's time for the checkered flag, and this last question can be a bit of a doozy. I'm going to buy you any cool collector car on the planet today. You know, it's uh, we're actually recording the show for you listeners the day after Christmas, so I'm a, I'm a day late playing Santa Claus with you here. But uh, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car. Uh, but there's some rules to this game that you have to abide by. One is you can't sell it to buy a bunch of other toys with or fund your college education. The other is you have to drive it. No garage queeds are allowed around here. Uh, but here's the tough part. It's the only one cool collector car that you can have in your garage. So you need to be very careful as to what you choose. So what can I buy you today? So being a Porsche fanatic and being in a Porsche family, I would definitely have to go with the Porsche Carrera GT in a paint to sample Miami blue or lizard green. And I absolutely love the exhaust on those cars and their driver's cars and the the fact that you can just jump right in it and you don't have to worry about the carburetors jamming up or anything with its fuel injection. It's pretty reliable and yeah, an absolute blast to have one of those. Well, you do know your Porsches, my friend. I mean, uh, Miami blue, lizard green. Yeah, there's some pretty cool paint to sample colors for that car. I'm trying to think if I've seen a Carrera GT in either of those colors. Have you ever seen one in those colors? I think I actually have. There's this guy. He is called Top Gear, and it's not the show, but he has a Porsche collection that's absolutely amazing. I think it's out east, and I would absolutely uh-huh. love to see his car collection. Yeah, yeah. Very, very cool. Well, there's some cool colors. I like cars that are really unique colors, and those are two really, really insane colors and on a Carrera GT. I would love to see that. So I will get to work on that, my friend. Uh, you're not too far from me, so I don't have to drive too far to deliver this one, unlike uh, the past 1,466 guests here on Cars, yeah. So we'll have some fun with that. Dane, you've taken me on a great ride today, young man. I've really enjoyed your stories. I want to thank you for sharing your journey. Could you offer us a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you drive off into the Olympic Mountains in that beautiful Porsche Carrera GT? I would say... The biggest thing is that you need to have a work-life balance, whether you are trying to build a business or even just trying to get up in the higher ranks of your business that you're working for. You just need to find that work-life balance and you'll be a very happy person. And as far as finding me on social medias, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Dane's Detailing. Dane's Detailing. I'm going to make sure I put links to those. Uh, 
You're very, very uh, young. Uh, I should say a wise young man, way ahead of your time uh, with some of these insights you've given us today. Again, kudos to what you've done. I'll make sure I put links to how you can get a hold of Dane. If you live up here in the Pacific Northwest, uh, there you go. You've got a guy who can take care of your special vehicle. Listeners, you can find everything again on Dane's show notes page here on the Cars Yeah website. Hey, Dane, thanks for being so generous today with your time, your expertise, and for sharing your experience with our listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you, Mark, for having me on your show, and I can't wait to see what's coming in the near future. There you go. I think uh, 2020 is looking pretty darn grand for you, Dane. So keep up what you're doing. Congratulations. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, Mark Green here from Cars Yeah. Did you know you can now see me on the Cars Yeah TV show? It's a weekly visit to some of my past Cars Yeah podcast guests, and I take you along for the ride. You go behind the garage door and into their lives, their businesses, and you get to see what makes them successful. With tens of millions of viewers, Cars Yeah TV is making its mark. Cars Yeah TV is available on Mav TV and Lucas Oil Racing TV. You'll find Mav TV on Direct TV. Fubo TV, Fios by Verizon, or you can stream it through Lucas Oil Racing Television online. And they said I only had a face for podcasting. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!